Hi, I'm Rocco Spino, and welcome to Read Out Loud. I've selected a book from my own personal collection to read today. It's Miss Rumpheus. Story and pictures are by Barbara Cooney, and I especially wore my Carolina blue bow tie today because the color blue appears throughout this book in the sky and the ocean. So let's take a look. The Lupin lady lived in a small house overlooking the sea. In between the rocks around her house grow blue and purple and rose-colored flowers. The Lupin lady is little and old, but she has not always been that way. I know, she is my great aunt, and she told me so. Once upon a time, she was a little girl named Alice who lived in the city by the sea. From the front stoop, she could see the wharfs and the bristling masts of tall ships. Many years ago, her grandfather had come to America on a large sailing ship. Now he worked in the shop at the bottom of the house, making figureheads for the prows of the ships and carving Indians out of wood to put in front of cigar stores. For Alice's grandfather was an artist. He painted pictures too, of sailing ships and places across the sea. When he was very busy, Alice helped him put in the skies. In the evening, Alice sat on her grandfather's knee and listened to his stories of faraway places. When he had finished, Alice would say, when I grow up, I will go to faraway places and when I grow old, I too will live beside the sea. That's all very well, little Alice, said her grandfather, but there is a third thing you must do. What is that? asked Alice. You must do something to make the world more beautiful, said her grandfather. All right, said Alice, but she did not know what that could be. In the meantime, Alice got up and washed her face and ate her porridge for breakfast. She went to school and came home and did her homework, and pretty soon she was grown up. Then my great aunt Alice set out to do three things she had told her grandfather she was going to do. She left home and went to live in another city far from the sea and the salt air. There she worked in a library, dusting books and keeping them from getting mixed up and helping people find the ones they wanted. Some of the books told her about far away places. People called her Miss Rumpheus. Sometimes she went to the conservatory in the middle of the park. A conservatory, and here's a picture of a conservatory. It is a glass house where you grow plants. When she stepped inside on a wintry day, the warm, moist air wrapped itself around her and the sweet smell of jasmine filled her nose. This is almost like a tropical isle, said Miss Rumpheus, but not quite. So, Miss Rumpheus, went to a real tropical island where people kept cockatoos and monkeys as pets. 
She walked on the long beaches, picking up beautiful shells. One day she met Baba Raja, king of the fishing village. You must be tired, he said. Come into my house and rest. So Miss Rumpheus went in and met Baba Raja's wife. The Baba Raja himself fetched a green coconut and cut a slice off the top so Miss Rumpheus could drink the coconut water inside. Before she left, the Baba Raja gave her a beautiful mother-of-pearl shell on which he had painted a bird of paradise and the words, you will always remain in my heart. You will always remain in mine too, said Miss Rumpheus. My great aunt, Miss Alice Rumpheus, climbed tall mountains where the snow never melted. She went through jungles and across deserts. She saw lions playing and kangaroos jumping. And everywhere she made friends she would never forget. Finally, she came to the land of the lotus eaters. And there, getting off a camel, she hurt her back. What a foolish thing to do, said Miss Rumpheus. Well, I have certainly seen faraway places. Maybe it's time to find my place by the sea. And it was, and she did. From the porch of her new house, Miss Rumpheus watched the sun come up and she watched it cross the heavens and sparkle on the water. She saw it set in glory in the evening. She started a little garden among the rocks that surrounded her house, and she planted a few flower seeds in the stony ground. Miss Rumpheus was almost perfectly happy. But there is still one more thing I have to do, she said. I have to do something to make the world more beautiful. But what? The world already is pretty nice, she thought, looking out over the ocean. The next spring, Miss Rumpheus was not very well. Her back was bothering her again, and she had to stay in bed most of the time. The flowers she planted that summer before had come up and bloomed in spite of the stony ground. She could see them from her bedroom window, blue, purple, and rose-colored. Lupines, said Miss Rumpheus with, with satisfaction. I have always loved lupines the best. I wish I could plant more seeds this summer so that I could have still more flowers next year. But she was not able to. After a hard winter, spring came. Miss Rumpheus was feeling much better. Now she could take walks again. One afternoon, she started to go up and over the hill, where she had not been for a long time. I don't believe my eyes. She cried when she got to the top. For there, on the other side of the hill, was a large patch of blue and purple and rose-colored lupins. It was the wind she said as she knelt in delight. It was the wind that brought the seeds from my garden here. And the birds must have helped. 
then Miss Rumpheus had a wonderful idea. She hurried home and got out her seed catalogs. She went off to the very best seed house for five bushels of lupin seed. All that summer, Miss Rumpheus, her pockets full of seeds, wandered over fields and headlands, sowing lupins. She scattered seeds along the highways, down country lanes. She flung handfuls of them across the schoolhouse and the back of the church. She tossed them into the hollows and along stone walls. Her back didn't hurt her anymore. Now some people called her the crazy old lady. The next spring, there were lupins everywhere. Fields and hillsides were covered with blue and purple and rose-colored flowers. They bloomed along the highways and down the lanes. Bright patches lay around the schoolhouse and back of the church, down in the hollows and along the stone walls grew the beautiful flowers. Miss Rumpheus had done the third, the most difficult thing of all. Do you remember what that thing is? My great aunt Alice, Miss Rumpheus, is now very old. Her hair is very white. Every year there are more and more lupins. Now they call her the lupin lady. Sometimes my friends stand with me outside her gate, curious to see the old, old lady who planted the fields of lupins. When she invited us in, they come slowly. They think she is the oldest woman in the world. Often she tells us stories of far away places. When I grow up, I tell her, I too will go away to faraway places and come home to live by the sea. That is all very well, little Alice, said my aunt, but there is a third thing you must do. What is that, I asked. You must do something to make the world more beautiful. All right, I said, but I do not know what that can be. So, boys and girls, how would you make the world a more beautiful place?